be shocked if I put on something more comfortable. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Houston, we have a problem. What we've got here is... The Sadie has no friends, except, except Sean. Podcast! Welcome to the newest episode of Sadie has no friends, except for Sean. And, uh... Hi, Sean. How are you doing today? Halfway through the week. That's yeah, exciting. We're, we're doing this. Well, this you know, exciting. halfway through the week is like really exciting, but I don't have a job anymore. And so <laughs> to me, Every I'm, day like, Saturday. I'm like, what day is it? <laughs> I will tell you this, and I, I mean this wholeheartedly. My time, I get like a little tiny bit of me time with three kids and a wife. And my me time has always been in the morning after I drop my kids off at school. And that's the <laughs> time that you're you doing this? to record these. And so <laughs> I no longer have any time for me. None. I told you, I said, I will go at, I will go wherever you need me to go at any time to make this work for you. Sean, I am learning is so much busier than I ever thought you were. I mean, like, I will call Sean on a random day at a random time to ask him a question. He'll be like, I'm volunteering at the old folks home. <laughs> like, what? You're Where do you volunteer at? I don't deserve. Yes, uh, that's you do. the church. Okay. At the church <laughs> on Wednesday night. I'm sorry. Night. I was completely off. He was volunteering <laughs> well, at the church. And I'm like, you, you volunteer at the church. What do you do when you volunteer at a church? So on Wednesday nights, they have this thing called switch. It's the teenage night. And so it's um, like the middle schoolers and high schoolers all gather together and, and they hang out and then uh, they have little groups. And I'm, I'm one of the leaders of the little groups. But when I say leader, I'm not really a leader because in a previous episode, if you've been listening, I, I'm I call myself an introverted extrovert. And so yeah. I get in these small groups with these kids who are way cooler than me and they know they're way cooler than me. And so do you down. feel like you're kind of a say. nerd? Like, then what are you doing? Don't do it if you're uncomfortable doing it. So are they like, oh, Sean's coming. And you're like, hey, guys. One, is it like that? One, one, one of the sins is to gossip a little bit. And so the other, you're not alone. You never, you're never like the only leader in these groups. There's probably 15 kids in the groups. And for whatever reason, we got the seventh grade boys. I have the seventh grade boys and they're a handful. <laughs> and so there's a lot of leaders in this group. So there's three or That's four. That's a lot and of hormones. Yeah. There's one dude in there who's like, he thinks he's the leader leader. And so he just kind of <laughs> does it. And so I sit there and. Sometimes I chime in with a couple things, but this guy's got it. So do you play? Okay. So wait, what do you do? Do you do the kids do activities? Do you do like a sermon or something to them or try to like play basketball and then be like reference Jesus somehow? <laughs> you know, like how, what do you do? What do you, what do you mean? Or are you just there to stand there with a bunch of boys to make sure there was another adult there? Well, that's what I'm basically doing at this point. So you're like that's what I signed up for. But <laughs> I signed up to bring Jesus into their life instead I've become a security guard. But <laughs> a babysitter. <laughs> here's how no, so it, it's actually really well organized. This church is really cool. So you show up and for the first like half an hour, there's games set up in the lobby and they do all kinds of different stuff, whether it's basketball or and they like the leaders to go play with them. And so I dominate them at basketball first. And then <laughs> of course. 
And then they do like a, a worship session where you sing songs. And that's where I really am the babysitter because a lot of these kids don't want to sing and they don't want to stand there and watch people sing. So they jack around. And so I walk around and I yell at them. And do you that's have a why ruler? they. <laughs> yeah, I slam it you on the head. You don't get mean. I can't imagine you walk around and yell at kids to be quiet. No, a true you're story. You're probably cause... like, guys, be quiet. And they're like, shut up, Sean. And you're like, okay. What so happened? they they all go into the like auditorium area and last week the the main pastor guy told us all the leaders he's like hey line up at the chairs like the, the rows so that they don't go down the rows because we want them all to go to the front and we all want them to stand at the front while we sing the songs and so everybody got a row and you had to stand there and you had to guard it right and so there's this one couple it's a guy and a girl and they're not in my group they're older they're high school kids and they're yeah. like hey but we always sit here can we get through and i was like well i'm not supposed to let you through and they're like yeah but we really want to get through i was like all right fine go through <laughs> i knew it i'm like there's no way sean would be the easy how sean you would be so easy to just look at what they did, their kids, and they lied to you, and you were just like, okay. Now they're sitting in the row making out, and the pastor's like, whose row's that? Um, Sean I point at Shannon. <laughs> Shannon's her row. She let him in. <laughs> Shannon's <laughs> like not even in the building yet. <laughs> She still gets blamed. Typical. So then they sing the songs and then they do the little sermon thing. Somebody that's way smarter about the Bible and all of those things talks about all of that stuff. And then we meet in small groups for a half an hour. And that's where my big role comes in. And so that's where I'm supposed to like, we're going over what they talked about and how does that affect you? And how can you use those things in your life and things like that? How and long so have again, you been doing this? You a year now, a year. Shut up and so it, it's actually pretty cool it, it's cool especially when like a kid something resonates with a kid especially like in seventh grade it resonates and and high five it's re that's that's the time where it's really hard to get through for sure so 100 i am like a, blown away by you doing this we did the the topic last week i believe it was was how do you like incorporate the things that you learned into your friends. And so we went around the room and talk about awkward. Think about this. You're in seventh grade. How are you going to tell your friends at school that don't go to church about Jesus? And I look right. back at seventh grade. If somebody told me that I needed to do that, I would have been like, hell no, I ain't doing that. Somebody's <laughs> going to make fun of me. And now I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, I mean, some of these kids like curl up in their shell and they're like, no, screw you, bud. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I do on Wednesdays. That's what you do on Wednesdays. Wow. For a year? I did not know that. But why would I know that? But I didn't know that. Because it's not, well, it also, you're not like one of those people on social media that I got to turn this, I got to turn this light on because uh, it's a little No one bit can better. see you. We're not doing video this week yet. So <laughs> more editing for me to do. <laughs> Just keep my grandpa around for as long as I can. <laughs> You know what? You're right. We're not doing editing this week. My grandpa Radio. was so proud, too, that I'm telling these seventh graders about Jesus. And then Sadie says, shit. <laughs> you know what? I listened back to that episode because I'm lame, but I listened back. And uh, for someone who like it seemed like once your grandfather left the building, you asked every question in the world <laughs> about drugs. <laughs> like and then i was at the store and you're like whoa 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 hold on can i butt in so did you eat all the shrooms <laughs> and I'm like what that was like 10 minutes ago 
You gotta and it have just some. makes me laugh to listen back to it because you're so you're so curious. You have a curious heart and mind. Like I do. I'm <laughs> I'm relatively naive when it comes to the old drugs. I signed a pledge in seventh grade myself at Dare. You remember Dare? Yeah. That I would I never do. do any drugs. And so I I'm I'm a man of my word. Stuck by that. Here well, I am. Me feel like shit right now because I also took that pledge, and I guess that means my word means nothing. Uh, so anyway, true. but it Don't just made me laugh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the the Wednesday night volunteer thing, but our time is hard because truly, I, I have a full time job as well. We've talked about that. I I help run KYGO in Denver, and I do an afternoon show live every day for four hours. But then I also have a band. It's you have a Double band. Wide. Yeah, I have a band called Double Wide. We do 90s country and it's kind of like a play. And someday we'll talk about that. And all my band members are already texting me and they're like, hey, when you, whenever you talk about the band, we want to be on the podcast. So I won't go too deep into that. But then I also do um, like sports announcing as well for uh, three different teams, Air Force. Um, yeah, you do do that. Oh, my God. Sean. Colorado College, which is a big hockey college in Colorado Springs and then um, uh, the switchbacks, which is a professional soccer team in Colorado Springs as well. So, uh, dude, I and I've got three kids and a wife who hate don't me. you. Don't you ever want to just not do something? Because I'm not kidding. I like to keep a pretty empty schedule. I like to do like if I have two things in one day that I have to do, I'm, I'm thrown. It, it throws my whole mood off because I'm like, oh, God, like today there were two things that I have to do in the morning. I have to record with you, which we're doing right now. And then I have a meeting with somebody and I'm like two things, two things, two. Oh, I can usually do one. And then I'm like back to laundry in the cave and it feels so good there. Uh, but I have to, and the second thing I have to do, I have to leave. I have to leave the house for Oh, you know? right. Yeah, I that's know. tough when you're I homebody. hate it. I hate it so much. I've actually become the opposite because I've done all of these things for so long. It's not new. This isn't new stuff. But I've done all of it for so long that when I do have a weekend, for instance, this last weekend, I had nothing. It's weird. I can't. I almost can't bear with myself. I feel guilty to an extent. Like, why am I not doing anything? What I've got to figure something out to do. Sean, we are the most opposites in the world. It's true. Because true. I, if I have an empty weekend, I could, you know what I could do if my kids, hang on, I just had to adjust myself. If my children, uh, especially Murphy, because the two older ones are easy. One moved out, you know, she lives on her own. So I guess two. Jerk. But if they were, you know, on a trip somewhere and I was home alone, I could spend a whole weekend in bed reading a book. You wouldn't feel guilty at all. Like at two o'clock on Saturday afternoon, no. you wouldn't be, it wouldn't dawn on you. Like, shoot, it's two o'clock Saturday. My <laughs> weekend's almost over and I haven't done shit. No, I don't feel bad about that stuff. I, I just need, don't. Because I think therapy? it's so important to have that time to like recharge. I know for myself, uh, I'm going to people a lot today. And for me, I get peopled out where I'm like, okay, please don't talk to me anymore because I don't want to talk anymore. And I'm sure a lot of people get that, but you have to have that break where it's, you recharge yourself. Cause Sean, you're running yourself into the ground. No, I'm good. I really am. <laughs> I, I know when I'm running myself into the ground, there, there was a time 
there was a time where I did a lot more, especially in the radio realm that, yeah. that my show had been put on like hundreds of cities at a time. And I would have to record all these shows all over the place. Totally. And then they wanted you keeping up with social media and they wanted you to do all these things. It was literally impossible. And I did feel like I was going to die at that point, but I'm good now. Like I, I really am good. It was almost I, like an intervention. I took a step back and I know it sounds still mm -hmm. busy, but it's le it's a lot less busy than it was. So I am a-okay. Plus you're doing things now that are fulfilling, like the church thing that you're going to do I, tonight. Who, why are you putting words in my mouth? That's fulfilling to you. Why are you doing it? So here's the question. Does Shannon also volunteer at the church or is this just you? No, Shannon also volunteers at the church. And guess who told you? I mean, do you think there was some twisting of the arm being done? Okay. I Okay. Well, it's you're going down a notch now that I know that Shannon stepped up and was like, Sean, you need to do this. Hold on, though. I do it. I show up every week, so I should get some credit. <laughs> you do. And I don't hate it. But I, I don't know I, why in my mind I thought that I thought that you just wanted to volunteer. And so you just I want to volunteer. You should. But listen, here's what I want to volunteer. I want to volunteer with old people. I want to go sit with them and read a book to them or talk to them. And I want to find old people who no one visits and they're lonely. And, you know, maybe I'll come over and sit and watch Jeopardy with them and just have that companionship. You know, that is but cool. then I think, I think shit, I don't visit my parents enough as it is. And then I'm thinking of going to hang out with like, not that my parents are of nursing home age, but like, <laughs> I should probably focus more on that. Yeah, but that'll always there. There's always going to be something in your mind that's going to be like, well, I should do that more. So that's going to stop me from doing this thing. I think that if you have that in your soul, for real, you should do it. You should you should give it a shot. Yeah, then, I don't um, even know if that's a thing anymore, though. Like, can you well, just go I know, into so nursing homes? I actually used to do it when I was, when I was in high school and I used to do like a little exercise class with the elderly and That's they cool. made a circle. <laughs> no, listen. And there was a spiteful old woman in that group. I don't know what happened to her in life, but she was just pissed. And so, um, I, it was a circle and, it, and we had a beach ball and we would just pass it around the circle while they played music. And then if it stopped, you can't play anymore. You're out of the game. We get to this crankety ass woman and she gets it. I've never seen anything like this. Maybe this is why I'm so pulled back to it. This cranky woman gets the ball. Oh, you're out. She stands up and takes the ball and it had just enough air out of it where you could get a grip on it. And she bitch slaps the old lady next to her. And I'm like, Stop so it. then I'm breaking up a fight. Yes. Yeah, she was so mad that she got kicked off the beach ball, whatever game that she got. And then she walked away and I'm like, this is awesome. I didn't I know that. Got, I bet she got sent into like nursing home timeout for sure. <laughs> Have you seen dodgeball? <laughs> Do you know what else I learned about nursing homes? This is what? disturbing. Yeah. And we're all going to be there one day, but I they know. don't, I, this is just, it could be an urban, <laughs> could be an urban legend, <laughs> but I heard in nursing homes, they don't allow bananas or cucumbers. Oh no. I know. That's what I've heard. I've heard it from multiple sources and I'm like, nah, uh, but I've heard from people on the inside that that's a thing. 
See, that's what would concern me. Like if you got close to one of these people, two, one of two things could happen that would put me in a really awkward spot that would cause me to not volunteer at the nursing home anymore. One would be like Aunt Rita all of a sudden asks you to start smuggling in cucumbers and you know exactly what it's for. <laughs> and then we can't be friends anymore because I don't see I you the same like way. I feel like another cucumber salad, Sean. <laughs> I can't get enough. <laughs> and then thing number two would be like Aunt Rita you're in the middle of Jaws and she shits herself and she's like, can you change me? And you can't tell her, no, you have to change her. No, at that I wasn't trained to break up the beach ball fight. I just watched it happen. I just so sat when, there. Oh, holy yeah, but crap. you can't, you can't call in the nurse. You can't, you're friends at this point. So you can't, I'm not, like, I'm not changing any adult <laughs> diaper. I'm not, I would never, ever do that. I'd be like, uh Oh, Rita, you, sh you done shit yourself. <laughs> Let's pause the movie and I'm going to go get someone trained to clean up your shit. And, do you think uh, when it comes to training, like what do, do you practice? Well, I don't know. I think you have training, you know, on how to lift people right. and get them in chairs and beds. And yeah, I think you have to know another job that I could not do. There's so many jobs where I'm like, whoa, like I could never be a cop because anytime that there's like any type of danger, I'd be like, right, I'm not going to go. I guys, I'm not going to go. Or if there were a dead body, I'd be like, I don't think I can look at it guys. So obviously I wouldn't last long in a job like that, but the, the whole medical field and you know, really, really the nursing that nurses are what do it. I mean, if you ever get surgery on anything, you spend 90% of the time with the nurse and they're getting you ready and they're so nice and they're putting those warm socks on you and they're so wonderful and they're setting everything up. And then the doctor comes in, sucks your uterus out and makes a million dollars. And those nurses then have to clean up my old uterus and they have to like make sure that I'm okay. And really, it, yeah. really, it's so huge. Yeah, but there's a there's like a staff and I'm not saying that nurses aren't great because they are, but there's a staff under them too, like the CNAs and whatever the other people are that are under yeah. them that even get the worst jobs. They're the shit cleaners and the puke cleaners. <laughs> See, I couldn't they, make it past shit cleaner stage. <laughs> Once I got past that, I, I couldn't. I get to stage one and they'd be like, okay, well, she pooped herself. And a human adult poo yeah, is that's, just, that's like a, a great day. There's something about it. And, uh, oh, I'm thinking about it right now. I would quit. I'd be like, Rita, you're never going to see me again. <laughs> it's true. I've never, I've never had to experience that. I guess I'm lucky to an extent. No, I've, I've never, I've had, never to. had to clean up adult poop. No, I never have either. <gasps> but so many people in the medical field, it's like I poop my pants and they're thing. so yeah. cool. They're like, it's okay. I mean, it's never happened to me, but I would imagine they're so kind, you know, they'd probably yeah. make you feel okay about it. It's true. I, it's probably one of those things where you get used to it over time. Like the first two or three poops are not fun, but then the bite poop five, you're used to it. It's good. I got this. <laughs> if, if Rita's pooping that much, I'm changing book buddies. I'm going to say, get, find salad. me another, find me another old person with a lower fiber in their diet <laughs> because Rita's out of control. Rita is out of control. Uh, yeah, but I've thought about that. I think you but, should. But you, you know, another thing is what if I get like really attached to someone and then they die? 
that's part of that. And then that's sad. What do I do? Do I mosey down the hall and just move into someone else's house? Now the, the uh, place that I volunteered when I was younger during the beach ball fight, the golden years, um, it like each, you would think it was like a hospital room, but it's like a little apartment, like a little tiny, you know, and they decorate it with their crocheted items and it's really warm and they're watching TV. Usually it's the heat of the night or something. And I don't know. I always just think I'd be a good friend to sit with and, you know, but I don't know. I I don't know. The food always looks good there too. Like uh, uh, my aunt recently, unfortunately she passed away. She, she had, lived a long great life so it's all good i don't mean to bring down the podcast sorry. Uh, i'm sorry was- i'm not la- when I, I just when i get uncomfortable <laughs> and i'm very Jeez. sorry i'm so it, sorry it, it, it's been a year plus so i'm i'm healing nice. i'm good but anyway uh, i say this because she was in a nursing home for quite a while and so i was visiting often and i would go visit and it was always around dinner time and they would be eating and i always <laughs> wanted to be like can i have some of that cake <laughs> but he would i didn't just- He'd be like, Grandma, what's that over there? And she's very slow moving like a turtle. <laughs> or, or, and she'd turn and he'd eat all of her mashed potatoes. <laughs> Sean had to be would put always on tell the me, no visit list. My, my aunt would always tell me the food wasn't good, though. She would say it wasn't good, but it always looked great. And I wanted to be like, well, can I try it to make sure it's not good? And so I almost wanted to You just never too, found just the so inn? So you I could, can, yeah. I was close to this aunt too. She never offered me one bite of chocolate cake. I bet, I bet that if she, if you would have asked her, of course she would have done it. Who and does that though? That's so rude. You get one piece of chocolate cake. There's your no elderly seconds. aunt who's in a. There's no seconds in a situation like this. You get fed three times a day, and if you don't get full, you aren't full. And so I'm not going to be the one that takes the chocolate cake from her. And okay, makes well, her hungry. was there like a minute where she was like. <laughs> This is so stupid. But was there like a minute where she was eating and she maybe got done with the main and she's like, I couldn't possibly. And you started salivating. And then she's like, what the heck? Life is short and pulled it back away from you at the table. Did that ever happen to you? No, I never wanted the turkey. And I'm no, not a vegetable I mean, guy. No, no, no. She ate all the cake she- every time. All I wanted was the cake. I didn't want anything else. I have unlimited resources at this point. Not, not that makes me sound like I've got money and I don't, I have unlimited food resources. If I want French fries or if I want whatever, if I want Turkey dinner, that's frozen most likely and heated up, I can go to Walmart and I can get a TV dinner and heat it up. So I'm good. The only thing that I wanted was the cake. I did not care about her. turkey. You're carrying so much anger about her not offering you cake and she died. I'm never going to be back in this place. And you can well, I'm sure, My if chance you walk, is over. <laughs> sure if you walk in and you get a job there, you work your way up. Eventually, you'll get to the kitchen where you'll probably get a discount and you can eat all the cake you want. It's perfect. You're plan. right. Because I have lots of time in my life to go. I know. Sean, you are out of home. control. What I've always said, though, Sadie, true story. Like um, I if I wasn't working in radio and paying my bills that way, I would get a job at a bakery, most likely Costco's bakery. And Are you so serious? that probably will happen. Doing that. I could see it, you doing that. It, it probably will. And I will probably be 874 pounds because I will try every piece of everything that I make. <laughs> and you know, it'll be good. Have is you that heard your that- dream? You know, Costco? I have a dream too. What is it? 
Well, what's your ultimate dream in life? Well, I have lots of them, but here lately, I really have been on this kick of like opening a donut shop, mostly like focusing on donuts. I thought you were going to say, I was on this kick with this podcast and we're really going to, but no, no, he's looking ahead at the donut shop career. Go ahead. I'm just trying to get through week one of this stupid thing. Um, (laughs) Seriously, I want a donut shop, but you can't just serve donuts. I feel like you'd have to have other things. So that's where the bakery comes in. But is that profitable? When I, I think about that, and I'm not like a finance guy or a business major by any means, but I'm thinking, man, a donut only costs a dollar or two dollars. How many donuts? And Plus, you you're have probably, to be there so early yeah, in the morning, and you're probably a quarter or thirty cents into each one of these things. You sell it for a dollar. You're making seventy cents a piece. I want to be rich. So, how many donuts do you have to sell to get? Yeah, rich? but what I don't understand is a hundred donut shops open, and one donut shop, there's a line around the block and every other donut shop goes bankrupt. Like, what is the deal there? What is that magic? I don't know. Uh, Good donuts. Maybe I don't, I think maybe a marketing plan. You got to make your donuts stand out. I think a voodoo donut and yeah, I do too. I do. It's always busy. Right. And it's because it's got like a theme. It's a thing. It's a, it's a pop it's culture a destination. thing. It's, right. It's not just yeah. the donuts. It's a, I got to be a part of this thing. So I got to come up with the idea and hopefully there's an entrepreneur that has a really good idea listening to this podcast that can call me and tell me this is the donut shop idea you should start and I'll start it. And then I won't have to do this podcast anymore. Oh, well, I, I do this for my fun in my day. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Thanks, you. And Sean. I love this podcast. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. You do a lot of stuff and I could see you being a cake decorator. So would you actually want to write on the cakes and stuff at Costco? No, I have been had writing. I'd have to hire somebody for that. You watch those cake people. And I'm like, that is so amazing that when they write out with the frosting, I get, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just get fascinated with stupid stuff. I could stand all day at the bakery and watch people write on cakes. And I just, I love it. It's so calming to me. And that seems like, I don't know, like it would be hard to do. It would be, I, I want to wait for the one guy that's the smart ass that needs to post it on Instagram. And it's like, after you Betty or screw you. And, and it shows up and it's like this really church going old lady that's writing this stuff. And now she's got to write Fuck you, John on a cake. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to an Oscar party once. I know how pretentious that sounds, but it was a dorky party and we all wore dresses like losers. And uh, I brought a cake and I got the lady to write. It's the mother and Oscars. <laughs> but it's like I had to really talk her into it. I was like, I know because I'm sure they're told don't do that. We're not going to do that because then you take a picture of the cake and then you could put it on. And thanks, you know, Dairy Queen for writing this. And then all of a sudden you got this crazy bad reputation. So I had to really look into her eyes and be like, honest to God, I would never turn on you. And she did it. <laughs> she didn't have to ask a manager or anything. I feel like that's a nope, thing that would have to go up the chain a little bit. Like, okay. And I never betrayed her. No one will ever find a picture of that cake because I well, said. You just told the whole world about it right now. What was her name and what store was it at? <laughs> well, this is a long time ago. If she's, she's still working still at there. Dairy Queen. <laughs> no. Oh, she probably is. Those kind of people are in those careers for a long haul. Have you ever been to a bakery or a donut shop? You go in there. It's the same lady that was in there 42 years ago. Well, but I think that's with like older bakeries. I, you know, I'm not going to go into Costco in 42 years and it's 
probably not going to be the same person, you know, making the cakes in the back or getting that rotisserie chicken rolling. (laughs) I love Costco. I want to eat Costco food all the time. Like the pizza. That's how they lure you in because they will sell you a hot dog for one dollar and 50 cents and you get a, a soda with that. Sometimes we'll go to lunch there. Oh, we go to dinner there all the time. You do? After I spend $444 on, <laughs> on groceries items? for the week. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm taking advantage of the hot dog. We're not going anywhere else to eat because I'm shocked. I'm, that, now. I'm shocked that you then just don't say, let's eat at home. We just bought everything. Yeah. But then you got to cook and you just spent four hours at Costco because the Costco trips for us are never short. Oh God. Ryan loves Costco though. He, that in shields, he could walk around for hours Thanks. to me. Thanks. Costco is just so overwhelmingly overwhelming. There's a billion and five pe- people and you're trying to look at something and you got people pushing on you. And I just usually just, I, I just say, you go, I'm you know what they need to do at Costco. Speaking of that, they need to come up with like a better traffic system because you're exactly right. People are assholes too. They're assholes on the road, but they're more asshole when they're driving a cart at Costco. I've noticed like I'm trying to turn left. If I'm down an aisle and I need to turn left across two lanes of traffic at Costco with my cart that has 14 cakes, (laughs) I can't get across and no one will ever let me through. They need Mm -hmm. almost stoplights or something. And I'm not even kidding. No, it's true. We the last time that I went, the line was so long, it was all the way to the back of the store. And I thought, well, we don't need anything this bad. But then Ryan's like, no, I will say they're fast as hell. Uh, yeah. They're like, wait, 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 wait. I'm always afraid Car-tee. they're scanning my item more than one time. Like you're going so fast. How do you know you got everything one? Well, you you got to keep, no, you'll know, because if you've been doing math in your head, everything at Costco is like $20 and up. So you'll know if there's. <laughs> You know, you were charged for two. It's funny for me because once I once I get to the line to pay, all of a sudden I look in my cart and the, the stuff is doubled. Oh. It's not for me. Oh, and, yeah. And then my kids will just like randomly throw things in there without me seeing. And <laughs> I look down and I'm like, oh, we have a whole basket full of shit. I thought I was here you for get dog mad? food. You- <laughs> oh, my God. That's what Ryan says. Ryan always goes. Every time you go to the store with me, we need one thing. And all of a sudden you're over there looking at this and oh, we should get some of these. And he's like, it turns into a hundred dollars when it was just supposed to be the one thing. But that's where men and women are different because we as women always have our eyes open out for deals and men, you choose to close your eyes to the deals. (laughs) And so it's a tough road to hoe because, you know, you guys get mad at us, but we continue on. I have to I have to admit something to you. When I go shopping with the family and everyone goes it's a family shopping trip, I get pissed when they put all kinds of stuff in the cart. Like we don't need it. dessert this I week. I knew I get it. Pissed. But and we end up with a huge bill. But if I go by myself, all of a sudden my giving heart comes out and I'm like Oh, I bet the kids would like this. And I bet Shannon would like this. Oh, and, I and I just go crazy. And I, so now all of a sudden I'm encouraged to go shopping by myself because I'm happy when I come home, I'm like, Shannon, yeah, I got you, you guys. Deserve, Merry Christmas. You deserve to ply Shannon. You really been putting the work in and I want you to be as comfortable as possible. She's like, Sean, not Kirkland brand. <laughs> no, baby. I'm making Charmin money now. Yeah. Right. 
we've we've went over our time for today and you didn't even talk about swingers on oh. yesterday's episode you promised to talk about swingers so knowing that we didn't forget that we're just going to lure you in all you swinger people who are holding on by like dear life to hear this swinger story <laughs> tomorrow swingers for sure we have i may be way off with my swinger information but i don't know i think i'm pretty dead on. i think i've figured some swinger secrets out i'm excited to hear about the swingers tomorrow we'll be back